Hey, welcome to the Impact Podcast by Youthopia. Join me in meeting the youth of Singapore who are making a positive impact to the world around them. Welcome back to the Impact Podcast. Today we're speaking with Shanison Lin, the founder of Investing Note, an integrated website and mobile application designed specifically for the sharing of stocks, personal finance and forex data, news, insights and tips through social networking. Right now, it's the largest and most interactive investing community in Singapore. So we're going to have a little chat about content creation within the finance industry. But before we go on to that, let me just introduce my guest for today. So hi Shanison, tell me a bit about yourself. Hey, hi. Thank you so much for inviting me today. So I'm Shanison Ling, uh, founder of Investing Note. So uh, as Nico mentioned, Investing Note is actually the biggest uh, social network for stock investments in Singapore. So uh, a little bit of myself, actually, I was born in China. So I came here at age about 19. So at that time, I actually received a scholarship program. Then I came here to study in the U.S. So uh, I was actually not from finance background. I was actually studying the information system. So it was a bit of programming and all those kind of things. But this is really one of my interests. You know, I really love programming so much. And then after that, actually, I was in the industries, you know, and then I learned about finance markets. So that's how actually I get interested in finance as well as programming, you know. So after that, actually, I, after working a company for a few years, then I actually move on to my venture, which is investing now. So that's how I actually get started over there. Mm. Yeah. So tell me a bit about what exactly, uh, basically what investing note is about, like the long and short of it. Sure. I mean, investing so eventually is actually, you know, um, it's a social network, you know, that allows each individual actually to share about their investment ideas in the stock markets. They can even share about, you know, their news, you know, that they saw that are interested about these stocks and they want to find out what is the impact for this news. I mean, a lot of people actually read the financial markets, right? The mm. thing is, you need to know what is the impact of each individual things happen in the financial market in order for you actually to make some money out of it. Mm. So that's the things actually where users can come together. Mm. They can actually share about their views, you know, and they even ask questions about, you know, what do you think about these individual stocks? What do you think about the news? of this kind of a company mm. and how actually do you invest as well in the markets. Mm. So essentially, actually, we are connecting a lot of different kind of participants in the financial market together. Now, retail investors out there, but there's also professionals like a research analyst. There's also uh, brokerage firms, you know, who actually want to connect with the retail investors. So they are also using our platform actually to, you know, create official accounts to uh, set up the accounts to put the research report inside our platform so they can reach out their contents actually to the retail investors out there as well. Mm. So essentially, it's an ecosystem that we have online that, that everyone actually share freely about the financial markets and eventually want to then to have you know, better investment outcomes you know, by using our platform. Mm. So yeah. I'm curious to know, what, what, why did you decide that this was uh, something that was important for the industry to have when you first started? investing note and how long has it been since the platform has been around yeah i mean it's, it's a quite very interesting question i mean the i just i mentioned actually i used to work in a company uh actually that was called share investor it's part of sph it's a platform actually provides the financial tools uh for the retail investors in singapore so i worked for a few years and learned a lot of things about the financial markets but at that time i just started investing as well in the markets mm. and when i first started investing right i want to know you know whether am I right actually to buy this stock mm, or not? Mm. Or even after you bought a stock and share price go up, is it time to sell or not? Mm. So that's all questions in mind in terms of how you want to invest in the markets. Mm. And when do you want to enter? When do you want to exit? And how do you actually manage your money as well? So at that time where I was started, you know, uh, investing, I go into a thought stop discussion forums to check out, you know, what other, other people are talking about. And you know what? I mean, that kind of platform is actually very, I would say a bit messy in information. Yeah. It's not well organized. And generally, it's just a very generic platforms that are set up for the stock discussions. 
there's nothing else over there. There's no share price, nothing, you know, no news. It just uses discussion, um, mix up with those uh, other discussions together. So I was thinking, you know, it's kind of actually not very structured. Mm. And what if we can actually, uh, you know, using the social elements together with this kind of uh, financial markets together. We focus on the people's, focus on the investors, because eventually these are people who create contents for us, right? To analyze the markets, to understand what is opportunity in the markets. So when we do it, you know, we set that platform, you know, we say that we want to have credibility in the platform. If you go to forums, right, and the users say that this share price is going to go up, mm. eventually, let's say the share price goes down, they can easily just cut and delete this kind of information and there's no way to check for that. Mm. So inside our platform, basically what we do is, once you post it, you cannot actually delete after 30 minutes. Mm. So there's a grace period for that and all those. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's how actually we try to build a trustworthy intern cycle platform. So users can actually assess the individuals, you know, how good they are in terms of investment, how sincere they are in terms of sharing this kind of information as well. Mm. Yeah. I'm interested to know also, um, you mentioned that uh, that you kind of identified the gap in the market, right? Because yes. everybody was going online um, to forums to look out for like uh, investment tips and like stock market prices and stuff like that. Right. So was there like a natural audience that kind of followed when you started investing note? Uh, at the beginning, actually, I would say it's not easy, you know, mm. because the nature of this kind of platform is actually very dependent in terms of the investors coming to our platform. Mm. But for this investor to come to our platform, they also want to wait for the contents. You know, if there's enough contents, they'll come. So there's always a chicken and egg issues at the beginning for this kind of uh, social network or community-based platforms. So I would say it's not easy at the beginning, you know, but once you actually cross the hurdle of that, the investors are coming in every day, you know, we even don't have to spend any money to do marketing and all those users are coming in because the community is there, it's very vibrant, you know, and users want to come here to, you know, get an investment idea and be inspired in terms of to be how to be a better investor myself. Mm, mm. Yeah. So I'll be very upfront with you. I am sure. an investment <laughs> noob. Oh no, I see. <laughs> um, so I'm a bit I'm a bit lost when you say yeah. that uh that you, you mentioned that it was difficult at the start, right? Yes. Because the investors uh were looking for content. So That's what right. kind of like, content were they looking for and like what how do you then what's the purpose of having the investors like come onto the platforms and stuff like that so are they considered like the experts in the field for um, the individuals mm. who are interested in investing yeah. is that how the yeah. relationship works okay so for investors right if they want to invest in markets usually they want to look for a few informations like for mm. example the financial information of a company you know or even like news about a company but most importantly, they are also looking for opinions in terms of... Uh, what the, people think. Yeah, what people think. That's mm. right, exactly. You know, in terms of this company, you know. So, because if you go to this kind of professional contents, we generate by the newspaper, all yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. It generally is a is fact-based, right? Yeah. It's, it's a news. But the thing is, if let's say there's one news saying that this company report, let's say, 100% increase in the, sh in the revenue compared to last year. But based on news, you might think it's actually good news. But the moment you buy into the stock, no, the share price might come down mm. because the fact is the share price might already reflect that kind of expectation in terms of the revenue. Mm -hmm. So that kind of news might not be exactly in terms of a very direct variable in terms of your investment. You know, it, it doesn't direct translate into the actions that you can do. Mm -hmm. So usually a lot of investors, they want to look for what is the implications for all these kind of things. What is people's idea, like you mentioned, you know, in terms of interpretation of these informations. Mm. And... When it comes to our platforms, you know, they, are, they were expecting actually people already sharing their views about individual company, the implications of different kind of news. But, you know, at, a, at the beginning when we started, you know, it's, there's no many people, they don't really have incentive to share. Mm. 
because there's not much users there yet at the beginning, you know, and uh, they they don't want to share so much at the beginning as well. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it does actually take a lot of effort actually for us to keep down all that, you know. Mm. I remember at the beginning we really talked to a lot of individual, you know, key opinion in the financial markets, drink a lot of coffee with them, have lunch and dinner with them, you know, to make my friends, you know, even closer with their family, you know, that kind of things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So eventually, you know, they, they feel very comfortable with us. You know, we are very sincere. We want to solve a problem in the industry. And these are things that we really can contribute and come together to, to do this together. Mm. Yeah. So it's interesting because I think, um, like you mentioned, you, you mentioned about key opinion leaders, right? There That's are right. a couple of like individuals on social media now who are like uh, finance key opinion leaders. Why yeah. do you think this industry is so popular these days? Uh, okay, so in terms of uh, social media, right? Right now, actually, it's very popular in terms of discussing about the financial markets. Mm. I think before that, I mean, a lot of people are looking at, you know, the newspapers or even like some of the magazines, financial magazines and all those. But one of the key problems is also that kind of professional contents I mean, the content is very good, you know, and there's no doubt on that. But the thing is actually it's one way. Mm. You share about the idea, the opinions there, but there's no interactions. Even you have some doubts or even you have some other opinions, there's no way actually to have uh, interactions. Yep. So social media actually create a kind of opportunities that you can have a two-way of interactions among yourself and the other opinion uh, leaders who generate the contents over there. So this is actually opportunities over there in terms of, uh, you know, content, interactions, you know. For the community, mm. it's interesting because I think, um, like I mentioned just now, and yeah. I will say, continue saying for the rest of this podcast, yeah. I'm quite a noob at like investing in finance. But I think I've seen quite a couple of uh finance uh platforms or like accounts that are on social media these days that are like quite interesting, right? They really have managed to find a way to break down some of the information that's really hard to digest into yes. very easy to understand. You know, even like quite cute kind of format yes, so yes. what what are your thoughts about the, like these kinds of trends i mean this is actually uh investing is actually the trend is actually to make it easier for investors to understand especially like uh, millionaires and new investors and young investors they want something that's easy to understand and i think this is a lot of key opinions they have strengths in that you know they are able to interpret in terms of all this kind of data uh professional words into something that even a layman can understand in terms of that I mean, this is the big difference between this and those kind of research report, you know, which mm. is actually very uh, professional mm. and it does require some basic understandings about the financial Finance, yeah. uh, stuff first, you know, before you can actually go into the deep understanding about research report. Mm. So that's really, you know, the key things actually in terms of retail investors, generally contents for retail investors, mm. you know, it's easier to digest and easier actually to pick up as well. To read as well, and generally, I think it makes the investing easier, you know, as well. You know, for everyone actually to come into the investment world. I mean, imagine last time, you know, every information you see is so professional, and you would think that you might need the financial degrees actually to, you know, invest in the markets, you know. Mm. But nowadays, actually, you don't really need that at all. Mm, yeah, mm. interesting. So, I guess the question is, let's say if I'm an individual like me right now, right? Yeah. I, I want to start investing in um in finance. How what are some tips that you have for me, somebody mm. who's like maybe not so interested in like mm. financial news and like don't really know where to start? How should I get started? Okay, uh, may I ask that why are you, you are not, you know, comfortable <laughs> in starting, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I'm not comfortable in starting because yeah. exactly like you said, I don't have yeah. a lot of knowledge in like finance. It's not my strong suit. I didn't study uh, business or like accounting and I was never like a maths student, right? I, mm. I studied... Uh, uh, fine arts so and I, I never did science and stuff like that so I think um, the knowledge in that area is not a lot 
and therefore like the hesitancy, right? Mm. I mean, I want to tell you something actually. In order to be a very successful investor, right, you might not really need to be, you know, uh, financial experts, you know. Mm. But since you are just starting the arts, right, you, I believe that you have very strong, you know, uh, control in terms of emotions. And that is actually one of the key elements in terms of investing. Interesting. How yeah. so? So, I mean, f- I mean, just give you one scenario. Right? Mm. For example, you, you, you bought a stock already. And then share price actually increased, let's say, twenty uh, percent. Mm. You know, a lot of people might be happy. You know, they might sell radio or whatever, right? But if let's say the share price come down, you know, and then a lot of people might be panicked, right? Mm-hmm. So in this case, they might, but they're thinking that oh, already initially I was making twenty percent. Now it come down. Now I was in a, in a loss. Probably I should hold, right? Mm. But then what if actually the share price come down further, right? In this case, they say oh, since actually I already hold for so long, maybe I should hold longer. So in this kind of emotion, right, it's actually not being controlled by them. So in the end, that if let's say they didn't track the fundamental stock, then this share price might go down for a long, long time. Mm. So it's actually very important in terms of how you manage emotional. Mm. But you know, just look at numbers and you know, don't be so emotional in terms of yourself. Mm. And it's always about the greed and also the fear as well in this too. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. now, for example, if you go out twenty percent, you might thinking it can go out to hundred percent. Mm. You know, or it can be go out to like two hundred percent. So that is the greed and fear factors in here. Mm. And uh, if you manage that well, you know, and other things that you can help you as well in terms of investing. Mm. So what are some, so if, let's say like I, I am then now interested in like, okay, let's let's start investing, right? Yeah. What are some ways in which I can begin? Yeah. Uh, okay, so I mean, to start investing, first thing is actually you really need to know what you are doing first. Mm. Uh, I mean, there are some people actually, you know, they, they, they hear that other people are making money in the markets and, they can just blindly go to any social media platform, you know, and see, okay, this guy is actually talking about buying this stock. And without even knowing what he said, they just put the money in. Yep. And even if, let's say, it doesn't go well, you know, and lose money, you didn't do anything and you lose money as well. Yep. And you can't even be any better investors out there. Although you have the experience, you know, over there. So I think actually the most important thing is when you start Okay, you know what you are doing. You know, study something basic first about the finance. How does a stock market work? You know? mm. And when you buy a stock, what does it mean to you? You know, and what are some of the key factors you should consider in terms of investing? Like, is it about the fundamentals of a company, or if it's actually you are based on the price? You know, like price action. You are looking at the charts, right? I mean, there's a different kind of camps in terms of investing. You know, there are people who are traders. They don't really care so much about the fundamental of the company, mm. but they care about the price movements. Right? There are some camps actually talking about value investing. They want to look at the company uh, which are undervalued. And if they are investing nowadays, you know, based on the fundamentals, they will forecast that in future, you know, the price actually reflects true value of the company. So there's a different camp in terms of this kind of investing. So when you start, you can understand about, you know, basic terms about that. Mm. And then to find out yourself as well. I think investing is about, you know, finding, you know, what kind of person you are as well mm. and which kind of investment philosophy actually fits you better. Mm. And that is actually quite important over there. Mm. Yeah. What sorry, just wanna out of curiosity, what does investment philosophy mean? Like how do you determine what is yours? I mean, for me it's actually uh I I'm a mix actually in terms of investing. So that for example, right, uh I do a lot of uh, trading as well. Mm. You know, I'm a trader myself. So I will look at the price actions, you know, like for example, let a stock suddenly you know move up, you know, there's a lot of money in in the markets, and I will actually keep my attention to look at these stocks. Is there any potential, you know, to move up further or not, you know, and why is it causing a recent rally? Mm. And then look at the price and the chart pattern as well, you know. These are things I do, you know, in terms of trading. But at the same time, actually, you know, I also believe, 
you know, uh, for investing, you want to actually build a portfolio that can, you know, for example, help you in terms of retirements. So I will actually invest some of those into dividend stocks and mm, all those as well, mm, mm. which I don't really have to worry so much, you know, and it's just a longer time frame in yep. terms of investing. So when a company actually is making monies, they have to distribute the dividends to the shareholders. And that's actually where we can have a portfolio help us uh, in terms of, uh, this is called passive investing, mm -hmm. where you look at the charts and look at the price every year. And that's called active investing. Mm. So these two actually can go hand in hand as well. Mm. You know, for example, some of the money I made from active investing, I will actually find out some of those returns back into the passive investing. And I would say actually the proportion of portfolio depends on your age, it will differ as well in terms of active investing and the passive investing. Mm. Yeah. So many things, but I feel like <laughs> we could go on forever. But yeah, I'm sorry. I, I no, hope it's okay. I don't it's, confuse you today. It's interesting <laughs> and I I sort of know. I yeah. want to say I, I have knowledge in this area a bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, thanks for sharing so far. I think yeah. I, I'm curious to know. Mm. So for, for the purposes of this podcast and for yes. the individuals tuning in, why would you encourage or would you encourage um, us to get started in like investing? I would definitely encourage everyone to start investing um, as young as possible as well. And uh, I believe that investing actually is something actually not just, you know, like a short span of time you're doing it, but it should be for your lifetime, you know, in terms of investing. Uh, the reason is actually, you know, a lot of people actually just go for work, you know, collect some money from the salaries. And then in this case, look at the money, that's inflation and all those, right? The mm -hmm. money put in the banks and what is the interest rate right now? It's actually very, very low, you know. Uh, and that kind of returns actually I mean, it's money put in the banks, but actually it's a decreasing in terms of value. Mm. And that's something actually you don't want it to happen as well. And I think actually a lot of people actually, you know, don't want to start investing is, first thing is they might feel that investing is actually quite uh, complicated stuff. And second thing is actually the fear of losing money. I think the second one might be even stronger because people are scared of risk, you know. And that's something actually I feel that um, if let's say you have both, first thing is actually you start something first, like, you know, start something small. So, even if, let's say, at the beginning, you lose a bit of money, but it doesn't hurt you so much, you know. So instead of very aggressive when you start investing, then you put all your life-saving money into it. And that is actually very, very risky in terms of doing investing. Start something small and know what you are doing by starting something as well. Mm. And then go into the social media, go to investing, you know, you know, interact with the different people. You can really learn a lot in terms of that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I, I would say I'm quite convinced. I am definitely yeah. going it's to... A, it's, a, it, it's an application that I can download. Yes, we have. Yes, okay. yes. I no <laughs> After this, um, yeah. I think one last question before we round up this uh, mm. episode. Um, so I think COVID nineteen has kind of affected our lives, right? In in very yeah. big ways. Do you think um the pandemic has kind of affected the way Singaporeans think about our finances and like how how is it shaping um the trajectory of like the financial future mm. for like Singaporeans and like investing? Yeah, I mean for COVID-19 it's really quite unfortunate it had been running for so long mm. you know like two years you know uh, it's quite a long time you know in terms of that and I think you, you look at the people around you so that's a lot of people actually being affected because of COVID especially the kind of industry that uh, you know badly affected by the COVID like restaurant hawker mm. you know and aviation industry as well so these are people actually I think you know Especially because they have hurt badly, you know, and it might be hurt because of the family finance as well. So they might even understand the importance of finance, like prepare for rainy days. Mm. Right? Last time, I mean, we never expect the kind of things to hit from us, you know, so suddenly and, and the impact so long. Mm. And I feel that those people, right, might be, you know, thinking about maybe it's start to 
I mean, for now, even I haven't thought about this, it's better for them to start thinking about how should I be prepared for these kind of rainy days? Yeah. Maybe I should start investing first, you know, and imagine if you have a portfolio which have uh, can generate some passive return for you in terms of dividend and all those. And what kind of things happens, right? You don't really have to, I mean, at least you can reduce in terms of impact for yourself in terms of that. Right. I mean, eventually, if let's say your portfolio is big enough, you know, and that kind of returns may even, you know, enough, you know, to cover your daily uh, basic needs as well. Mm. And that's something actually, you know, even for myself, it's something actually I hope to achieve as well, you know. And uh, for investors, I feel that, you know, it's not easy for investing, but most important, don't be scared of actually doing it. And that's something actually can help you, you know, uh, be prepared, you know, if anything happens, you know, I mean, Hopefully there's no more COVID, uh, you know, 20 something, you know, but, you know, who knows, right? In these kind mm. of things, when COVID-19 hits, we never expect to be left for so long, right? Mm. So right now, I think it's time not to say never, a lot of things might happen. So be prepared for yourself. I think this is one of the things I would like to say to the audience as well. Mm. Cool. Thank you so much for joining us today. You've really given me and I think all of us here a lot of insight in uh, about um, investing and like the, the social networking that comes along with that um, I'm sure Investing Note will continue to develop and help financial enthusiasts who are looking forward to which of the latest tech and finance trends to sink their teeth into so if you guys tuning in would like to find out more about Investing Note you can check out investingnote.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Investing Note Thank you Nico thank you so much for having thank me you, today Shanison. Thank you Thank you Yeah thank you this show was brought to you by Youthopia. This project showcases everyday Singaporeans that have made an impact in our society. Have someone in mind? Nominate that person at youthopia.sg forward slash impact.